Welcome to the Jesse's Girl podcast, where we talk about the other stuff you should know. Here we interview some of the nearest and dearest people in your life and talk about topics that interest you. If your name is Jesse James Miller, then this podcast is for you. Okay, Jesse, for your second podcast episode, I'm interviewing the wonderful and amazing Your Mom. And um, I actually didn't intend to interview anyone when I decided to do this podcast, but um, as I looked around and was thinking of what on earth could I possibly talk about to make this interesting, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to need to bring some people into it and, of course, have to bring in the most important people in your life. So whatever you do, don't cry while listening to this episode. So here we go. Hi, Mom. Hello. (laughs) So I have some questions, and um, let's start with your very earliest memory of Jesse, which this might also coincide with, um, I want to ask you what what it was like the day he was born. So if those, I guess, intertwine or whichever one you want to do first, we'll start with that. Well, let me just tell you when Jesse was born, it was um it was like an episode on a comedy show because I had my mom, which is Jesse's grandma, and one of my friends with me in the room and um I kept telling them it was time for Jesse to come, it was time, it was time, and they wouldn't believe me. And finally they said, oh, it's time. It's it's happening. It's happening. And so nobody was prepared. They had called the doctor and the doctor um, obviously didn't make it on time because he wasn't even in the hospital. So um, they were, tra- my mom and my friend, they were trying to get ready, get gowns on. And as they were wheeling me out of the, of the room I was in, they accidentally shut the door that Trish and my mom were in, in the dark. And so they were trying to get ready in the dark in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> and um, so it was kind of comical, and uh, to say the least. And like I said, the, I delivered Jesse. And without my doctor, what he got to do was the episiotomy, if you know what that is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I expect nothing less because Jesse is (laughs) jokes all the time. Like maybe that's why he has the personality he has. Cause (laughs) well, when, when I had in that first sight of him, I thought, Oh my gosh, look at those ears. (laughs) He was my little (laughs) fifle. Yes. We, we do joke that like, if we ever have kids, I wonder if we'll have Jesse's ears. <laughs> so you have very adorable ears, babe. You're very handsome, and I love your ears. And my best friend, Luana, says, one day you'll grow into those ears. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he did. did. <laughs> he did. Um, oh, that's so cute. So how many, I think I've asked this before, but how many hours were you in labor with Jesse? Well, technically, um, I guess about 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Um, so like I said, that when I went, the doctor said, no, you're not in labor. And I guess that happened with all three of my kids, but no, you're mm-hmm. not in labor. Go home. And I went home and cleaned house like a mad woman. But, um, I bowled up until almost the couple That's of days wild. before I had him. <gasps> oh my 
gosh. Okay, so bringing Jesse home for the first time, what was that like in your first, um, I guess, month or year, whatever? Because you obviously already had Andrew. So how? what was Andrew's reaction? Like, how old was Andrew? What was that like? Um, well, a big age difference, 11 years, I think. And um, Andrew was a super big help. And Jesse was colicky, so he cried all the time, all the time. It, I couldn't do anything to make him happy. And uh, Luana, I think, um, came and stayed with me for about a week to help me, but I didn't want her to have to deal with the crying baby so I would take him in the bathroom with me, put him in a little car seat and take a shower. And, and But she was there to help me, but I, I felt bad because, and she, one night I remember she stayed up all night with him trying to oh. calm him down. So. Oh my gosh, she's such a good friend. <laughs> she is. Um, ugh, that's really hard. I actually didn't know what that was until um, I worked for Dr. Brad and he wrote a whole article on um, colicky babies. And I was like, what is that? And then as we got older and all our friends started having kids, like, yeah, they said the people who've had babies like that, they said it's awful. Mm -hmm. Like, can't can't make the baby happy. Um, okay, let's see. So let's fast forward to when Jesse got a little bit older. Um, what would you say he was like if you just had a couple words to describe him, what what was he like? Mischievous. Mischievous. <laughs> I believe that. 100%. He still is. Um, okay, what what would you say was like the worst character trait about him growing up? Mischievous. Mischievous. Okay. No, um, <laughs> he tried to stretch the truth a couple of times, but looking back, I think that um, he did it probably for his own protection. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, don't we all? Like I, I told so many lies growing up um. and horrible lies like pinning things on my sister because she was too little to know any better and there are so many things I did that my parents still don't know but um yeah and Jesse's told me quite a few stories so yes yeah. I'm finding out more and more every day <laughs> yeah he would agree that he's mischievous as well um what was Jesse's best character trait growing up um I'll probably and be um he had a big heart and even at a young age, he had a big heart. He had a he cared about people, mm, and yeah. he still does. Yeah, he does. Would you say that? So, those could probably speak to like his younger years, but like into his teen years, what do you think? Do you feel like that followed him, or what other traits would you say he developed going into his teen years? Um. He became more like a protector of people, um, and although and because he wanted to protect people, he didn't realize his own strength sometimes. And I remember when you know he wanted to pick up James one day, and and that's when James had his first little accident um, with stitches, or and and then um, him and Caden were playing around, and he accidentally dropped him although one time he he like puffed up to dad because they always butted heads mm -hmm. um dad always prayed for patience you know just with jesse and with andrew and and just patience overall and i think um god gave 
um, Jesse to, <laughs> to him to, to help him with his patience because Jesse did try patience. Yeah, he still does. <laughs> Very much so. Um, okay, so then, so then now looking at Jesse as an adult, he's only uh, two years away from 30, which is so crazy. Um, he's an adult? <laughs> he is an adult in years, not at heart. But um, what do you think of him now as an adult? Is he... You know, like when he was little and growing up, did you ever imagine what your boys would be like as an adult? Did you ever um, have, I guess, wishes or dreams for them? And and how does that look now? Well, when God gives you children, you know, you think that once they're grown and adults that your job is over. There's always going to be that worry and my... My prayers for them was always to find um, someone that they would marry and that they would be happy for the rest of their lives. And I can see that when he married you. It just, um, the only other thing I I could hope for is grandchildren. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Well, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Um, no, that's really good. Um He's more than what I imagined as a young man. Um, he's he's exceeded my expectations in his just the way he treats people, and he always puts family first, no matter. Um, it, it, he always tries or tries to put family first above his own needs or wants. He, I think, I see that in him. Yeah, and I would agree with that a hundred percent because when I. When we got married, the one of the hardest things actually, um, or one of the things we struggled with anyway, was I was so um, dedicated to church and ministry to a fault, and um, I it's because of the you know environment I grew up in. Like that was kind of my retreat for me, and and just growing up in the same church, it was like you have to be there no matter what. Um, but Jesse really taught me that, you know, it's okay to put family before ministry and before church. And that's the way it's supposed to be anyway, because God ordained the family before Mm -hmm. he ordained the church. And, um, that was a huge lesson that took me years and I'm still (laughs) learning, but he very much, um, put that in my head that family is so important. And, you know, even one day, let's say our church, something happened to our church and went away or we, or we did like our family's still there mm-hmm. and you don't want to break that relationship. You always want to be strengthening it. So, mm-hmm. and he learned that from you guys for sure. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask a couple questions to you. Um, so we already know this one, but who was your best friend growing up and who is your best friend now? <laughs> My I didn't really have a best friend when I was younger. It was, I helped, you know, with, with my siblings. So I didn't have a, an opportunity to, to make, have um, friendships a whole lot. But in junior high, I had, my best friend was a redheaded named Tammy Pafford. And um, her family is real special to me, even to this day. And then, uh, yes, you are correct. You do know the answer to that. Uh, my best friend now and has been for 35 years is Luana. <laughs> 
I always tease Jesse about Luana because I'll sit there and be like, my precious perfect boy, you would <laughs> never do anything wrong because that's what Luana says. Yeah. A lot of people say that about Jesse. <laughs> I know, including my mom and my grandma. He could never do anything wrong because he's perfect. Yes, grandma. <laughs> grandma just loves him. Yes. Yes, everybody loves Jesse. Yes. Um, okay, so growing up, is there anything that you wanted to do for a living? I thought I wanted to be a police officer, and then right after, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. After I uh, graduated, I got a job at a hotel, and then time just goes by so fast, and that's one thing I've learned looking back. It's like just time got away, and before I knew it, I had been there, you know, 13 years, and it's like, oh, okay, well, and then other things happened, so yeah, I wanted to be a police officer. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Um, okay. So what's something that you always wanted to do, but didn't, and maybe why didn't you do that thing? Um, I think I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. Mm, That's good. I, I don't have any regrets or, or anything. And I'm, I, I'm blessed. Honestly, I, there's nothing that I can think of that I just want to continue to make people happy and, um, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. That's so cute. <laughs> that's so good. Um, cause I, well, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so does Jesse, but, um, when they interview people, there's, I feel like that's a common question and, um, a lot of people have things that are like, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. But um, I think the goal should be to to look at life that way and, and um, you know, not have any regrets or realize, like, maybe if you did have a regret, like, things wouldn't have turned out the way they would have if that mm-hmm. thing didn't happen, whether good or bad. Yes, so that that's is so good. Um, okay, so is there a moment or event that changed the way you saw life or changed your perspective? When I, when Jesse was about two years old, I remember, um, uh, somebody from a church in Santa Fe, uh, pastor Dudley O'Dell and his wife had gone to my niece's house to invite them to church. And I went, oh, well, why didn't they invite me? I, I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> and um, then I was like, you know what? I'm going to show them. I'm just going to show up. And I did. I, I showed up to church at, because I had been away from God. And I know God never left me, but I left him. Mm-hmm. I turned my back on him. And when I stepped into that church, they had just started services. This was the second service they had started at Santa Fe Baptist. And I went and I took Jesse and I took Andrew in tow and we went and I never left that again. I didn't want to leave God again. And I wanted to raise my boys in church. I knew that that's what I had been missing for the past 10 years that I was away from God. I, 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 I needed him back to be the center of my life. And once I did that, things started to change in my life. I knew no drinking, no smoking. I quit all that. Not that I was a big drinker, but I quit that. 
And um, I think that's why dad and I were able to get back together because I put God back in my life. And because I came back to him, he just made everything else fall into place. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that's when I started. Yeah, that changed you, changed mm-hmm. your life. Um, did you grow up, um, I guess, religious or in church? And because you say you like came back to God at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, prior to that, when were you, I guess, in church or when do you feel like you were? Uh, Grandma took us to church when we were young and uh, to Santa Fe and we went to a Christian school but so but we weren't faithful we weren't like the, you know devoted I guess grandma wasn't devoted um she'd still go out and do her thing or and then as I got into my teens even though I was going to church it was like okay well you know you still once and then once I graduated I said I don't need this I I this is not what I want. Yeah. You know, I want to go sow my wild oats, as they say. And I did. After I graduated from school, I stopped going to church completely. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, that definitely, um, that was a big change then, to go back and then already have your boys and just wanting better for them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you, if you, let's say, didn't have Jesse or Andrew at that time, do you think you would have gone to church, to Santa Fe Baptist? I Thing. I, I think so. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel that God was talking to me even before um, they had invited Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew I was missing something. Yeah. And it just, that's what I was missing. Yeah. That's awesome because I feel like a lot of parents get back in because of their kids. Like they want better for their kids or their kids were invited first. But to feel like that was a personal um conviction or God, I guess, opening your eyes to you specifically, um, then now your family, you know, but with you and you have really good boys and they're, you know, they're in church and stuff. Um, okay. So have you ever done something really impulsive and how did it go? Or do you do that now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not an impulsive person. Um, Maybe I should be more impulsive, but, you know, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's better anything. to not be impulsive because I have impulsive friends. I've, I've always been a planner too. Like, I don't like to take risks. I don't like to be like adventurous and like Jesse's the same way. Like we have no desire to even, um, some people are like, well, I want to go skydiving and I want to visit all these other countries. And like, that would be cool. But we're like, eh we're fine. Like, and I've do done the, you know, drag race or the, not the drag racing, but yeah. dad had bought that lap. Yeah. So I, I love to drive fast, mm-hmm. but that's not really impulsive. I'll just do it on purpose. It's not yeah. like spur of the moment kind of thing or, yeah. um, visiting other countries. It's everything's always planned out for me. Yeah. So that's true. Cause yeah, you can, you could still be adventurous, but not be impulsive. Yes. Um, cause that is a little more dangerous. Um, okay. And then, um, what was your wedding day like? Like, do you remember like how you felt? Like what was, I guess, how was everybody else? Were they like chickens running around with their heads cut off? Was it really hectic or was it very like, I don't know, calm? It, it was pretty calm. Um, 
Jesse obviously was there because, um, you know, dad and I got married when he was four or five. And so Andrew was the best man and Jesse was the ring bearer. And grandma was the um, maid of honor. And I wouldn't have had somebody else because I knew my mom would get her feelings hurt. <laughs> if I had asked somebody else like Luana or my sister. That's so funny. <laughs> but, but my mom is, she's always stood by me, so... Anyway, um, the one thing that stood out, I mean, remember we, it was small, but there was a lot of people crammed into this, um, trailer, basically it was the church building we were using at the time and, and people were crammed in there. But, um, when pastor Odell asked for us to say our vows and everybody's heard this story, I think that um pastor said do you promise to love obey or repeat those and i didn't say obey and he said connie you, you need to say obey and i was like what <laughs> and i i don't know why because i had been um single for so long and so independent that i always did the, and i don't know that obey was in my in my um vocabulary at that time yeah. but so that was kind of funny Jim teases our dad teases about that and then Luana and her husband got there late so that um, somebody was at the door and wouldn't let them in because we were in the middle of the vows and so they wouldn't let them in but once we were done and the door opened she started wailing <laughs> like a banshee I, it was so funny she just started wait and Jim was like, who is that person? Because he had never met her before. Oh, he didn't know her? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she's just, and you would thought someone had died. I mean, like in Hispanic culture, my grandma especially, just wailing. Oh, my gosh. And that's what she was doing. And they didn't know what, nobody knew what was going on. But she was, they were happy tears. And because she knew that that's I funny. had found the person I was meant to be with for the rest of my life. Oh, Oh, Luana's so funny. I know. She's the comical (laughs) relief we all need. Um, (laughs) When I think every single time I see Luana, I think of our wedding day because my sister was so stressed out being my maid of honor and trying to run around and do all these things that I wanted music to play and she could figure out how to do it. And there was like no one that actually worked at Noah's was like at, I don't know, my sister couldn't find anyone. So she thought Luana, she didn't know Luana. Thought Luana worked there <laughs> yeah. and was like, would ask her all these questions. And Luana was like, sure, okay, or I don't know. And my sister was so frustrated because she was like, this lady doesn't know anything. And she works and here. She should be fired. And I'm so frustrated. Turns out Luana really didn't know anything because she doesn't work there. But she was so sweet and was like, well, I'll help you figure it out. And she, yeah, she's like that. And then Tim ended up, Uncle Tim ended up helping with the music and stuff, I think. so. Yeah, it was a whole family affair. That's so cool. Um, okay, okay, so let's see. Um, last two things. Um, what advice do you have for Jesse, um, either now or going forward, further into his adult life? <laughs> you know, giving him advice at this point, I think whatever decisions he makes, I have, I have no advice because I think he's, um, a good husband. He's a wonderful son. He just does everything. 
I ask him for advice because um, he he's uh, wise beyond his years, mm. and so I think that yeah, and I you know when I go on a trip, I'll call him and ask him to pray with me, or uh, he he's just so knowledgeable. Any advice? Just remember that. Um, God comes first, even, I mean, family, yes, comes first, and, and God is, it's like a, you know, intertwined, but, you know, keep your, keep your faith, because mm. um, I see so many young people stepping away from that, or thinking that there's something better, Yeah. but there really isn't, and, I mean, that's not really advice, but. I think it is advice, because you're right, like, it, like I think a lot of people step out or step away from that definitely after high school. Um, but then sometimes for the ones who stay, they step away when they get a little bit older because they re- they think like they're missing uh, something. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I did that, and I can give advice and say don't do that, or like with James, you know. But you're still gonna do what you're gonna do, no matter how much advice you get from somebody. You're you know, you're your own person, and mm-hmm. and so, I, yeah, I would go to Jesse for advice. <laughs> See, babe, you're the advice guru. <laughs> Even your mom doesn't have advice for you. No, the advice you <laughs> gave was really good. Um, okay, well, obviously, this is Jesse's birthday present this year, and um, it's going to launch on his birthday, so he'll probably listen to this episode after his birthday, but either way, um, what is a birthday wish you have for him or something you want to say for his birthday? Looking forward to many more birthdays and you have like the best wife ever I could have wanted for you. <laughs> Don't and... cry because I will cry. <laughs> you guys are God really blessed. Our family wish I am with being part of our family. And don't you ever screw it up either, Jesse. <laughs> Yeah, babe, don't screw it up. <laughs> but um, just work on those grandkids after 30 and we'll be good. <laughs> Happy birthday, honey. I love you so much. More more than words could say. And um, you're one of my biggest blessings. I mean, all three of you boys are my blessings. But um, I love you. I love you. 